Mood.tv Ladies and gentlemen and others, back from a long hiatus, this is White Wasabi. That's what's up. And the crowd goes wild. Yay, this is cool, Ben. <laughs> there's that guy, too. He's and here. That yeah, kid. and then that there's kid. that. You guys are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He's happy and sad. <laughs> oh, hopefully that all gets cut out. <laughs> <laughs> what a good kid. <laughs> He's in a wheelchair, Matt. Be supportive. <laughs> Poor kid. He just wanted an autograph from the sensei. <laughs> now he hates you. I love you, sensei, Mitch. Is his name Stan? You taught me to kick with my legs that don't work no more. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Start off with a bang. Hey, can't believe you said that to that kid. <laughs> Wow, it is. We have not been back for 30 seconds and we've already crossed the line. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Ladies and gentlemen and others, as I said, this is White Wasabi. I am your host, Sensei Match. My co hosts today and every day on White Wasabi Wednesdays are EJ5000. My good oh. man, how is it going? It's going really good. As usual, even though it's been a while, I'm very excited to talk about Sword Art Online <laughs> with you guys. That's right. I don't remember missing a fucking callback. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> callback? It's not a callback when you do it every episode. It's tradition, goddammit. <laughs> it's a callback to last episode and the one before that and the one before that. Uh, and my other co-host, uh, the Grega Man, what's going on, brother? Recorded a month before that, and maybe a month or two before that. <laughs> Yo, life be wilding out, okay? So we're very sorry that we haven't been more consistent. Yes, yes, indeed, we're going to get more consistent. But then again, if you haven't, you know, been a fan up until now, you would know the difference. So uh, yeah, we we just You're keep welcome. on right on rolling. Welcome any newcomers and. Uh, Let's see. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today? I believe episodes fifteen and sixteen uh, are on the docket for today of Sword Art Online Two, and we're we're talking about the Netflix versions because. Uh, oh, I still watch this uh, this Sao World one. Well, uh, is there is there fifteen on that one though? Uh, no, so I had to watch the fifteen on Netflix, and then fifteen on Sao World was sixteen. Uh, there gotcha, go. gotcha. So right. I'm basically so, an episode behind uh, now. For those not in the know out there, uh, on uh, Netflix, episode fifteen is called Debriefing, and I believe it was only released uh, in the states. It's basically uh, a clip show. It, it is. It, yep, it's a clip show of you know the. 14 episodes before it and kind of wraps up that uh, Death Gun saga from Sinon? Um, Sinon's yep. point of view. Yeah. Um, but don't don't mess too much up. I want to read the synopsis. Oh, man. This dude, always. Always. always That's right. Th- me, me, uh, me. Always- <laughs> oh, no, not it's you. It's called White Wasab Me. <laughs> <laughs> Roll top. You, you are, are doing nothing wrong, EJ5000. On the <laughs> other hand, that goddamn death gun. Mm. 
That son of a bitch. What's up, boys? There he is. How's it going, Death Gun? It's good to be back. It's been a while. It is good to be back. Unfortunately, this is my last viewing for quite some time within the series. Oh, oh why? Because you got murked? It is, because you're done, sucker. Yes, even though I am actually at least three people, I got killed. <laughs> you got the proverbial offing, so it's good enough. So for your pleasure, taken from the Wikipedia article for Sword Art Online Season 2 Episodes 14.5, debriefing. Coming from the guy who lived it. This episode recapitulates all of the events chronologically revolving around Sinon. Uh, that's it, guys. That's all that's up there. Thanks. Good talking to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wikipedia really fucking left us hanging this time. They're like, we're going to give you one sentence with a, uh, a big vocabulary boost for that one sentence. Yeah, right? Recapitulates? Somebody was feeling important that fucking morning. <laughs> all right, so you know what? That's garbage. It's a clip show. Uh, we've already talked about all of this for the last 14 episodes. So let's just take the next couple of minutes here and talk about how awesome the last 14 episodes of White Wasabi were. <laughs> They're pretty great. They're pretty fantastic. Were we, remember that time where we talked about that part in the episode? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that, oh, my favorite part is when you guys talk about the Flash and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Remember that one? I do. That's like everyone. That's like every episode. <laughs> Absolutely every episode. I did have stuff to, 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 to mention about this episode because it did remind me. It has been some time. And so it starts off with that, that grand old flashback with little Kyoji... Not, what's her name again? Sinon. Sinon. Uh, Asada. Little Asada as a little kid blowing that guy. Now, Three that times. guy, we might have said this already, but probably the worst bank robber ever. Um, no gloves on. He seemed on. like he was distressed. I thought they were going to take that a different route and be like, look, he was just some guy who was really stressed out and, like, she didn't have to shoot him. And <laughs> 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 make her feel, like, real bad. But he was crazy because, like, he's like, give me all your money. I'll shoot the girl or whatever, right? I'll shoot he didn't another say one. Like that. <laughs> but, Pretty much. He was like, yeah. I'll shoot another one. So I'll then she gets the gun, shoots shoots him once in the leg, and instead of like being rational and running out of the place, he's like, "Gotta get my gun back." He runs at her. He gets shot again in the shoulder, and then he's like, "Gotta get my gun back." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the rule of threes exists for a reason. So he was asking for it. It's awful. So I agree. He was probably in distress. Was not thinking correctly. He was. He was out there. He just got fired or something. Life was turned upside down. It was crazy times for him, man. Really, really crazy. I uh, used to sit like a cloud. Used to sit in the cubicle right next to me. It was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> man, I used the same coffee mug as him. I hope I, I hope I don't catch murder. I mean, it was or get murdered. I guess I hope I don't catch get murdered. <laughs> don't catch yourself getting murdered. <laughs> they did show the awesome first fight between Sinon and uh, Kirito. Oh yeah, him slicing the. Uh, the bullet Slicing her bullet from point blank. Yeah. Getting all up on her and putting the sword to her throat and be like, I win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that was one of the better scenes. Um, well this was just, I mean, this was just like a hit tape. It was just yeah. all the good stuff after 
Yeah, we got the uh, him getting slapped in the face when he was he told Sinon that Kirito was himself a boy, and he got slapped, yeah. and we got to see the underwear shot. You know, I'm a creep. I'm glad we got to see a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. You would. <laughs> we got to see her first battle again, and like only the good parts of it, where she was shooting the gun. Oh yeah, and the guy with the mini gun and and all that. Yep. So yeah, yeah, getting her leg blown off. We got to see a bunch of the cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Honestly, if you agreed. only watched one episode up to this point of the whole season, <laughs> just watch that. <laughs> I agree. Like we could have skipped all of this. Apparently, I mean, Death Gun was cool, but the only things that we didn't see that I kind of wished to have seen in the montage was naked Kirito in the water. I know it's weird. <laughs> Nirvana shot. You mean? Um, also, Kirito jumping at the arcade cowboy game. I loved that scene. I don't know why. It was just neat. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, that's it. Those are the only. Oh, maybe that horse, that robo horse, was pretty dumb. I liked it. Oh yeah, the robo horse. I don't know. The the whole scene. My probably my favorite one is uh, them on the motorcycle where he helps her shoot at, and the van explodes and all that stuff with the horse in it. With the I robo think horse, I think that's part of motor horse. Yeah. But but the explosion scene that yeah that yeah. seemingly that kills scene. Death Gun but doesn't. Now, are we to? There was multiple death guns too, right? Do we? Is what did did one of them die in that case? Do we think? Or I don't know. Just I don't know how many like accounts of death gun. I thought there was just one death gun account. That they they share that account. Yeah. 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 Interesting. We still don't know shit. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Who needs it? They caught him. Game over. Then also, when he was picking his uh, phase saber or light sword or whatever they called it. I think I just wanted to talk briefly with you guys about how we'd settled on light as being the most badass form of sword. Like, there's no other, there's no fish sword or dark sword or electric sword. We, we've pretty much settled that the lightsaber is the most badass, it seems like. Well, I mean, uh, it's kind of obvious, dude. You're taking a laser and crossing it with the coolest weapon ever, a sword. How mm. are you not going to get the, like, just the all out most sweet freaking weapon ever <laughs> put it on both sides that's how <laughs> i guess i guess i'm just coming to the the realization that lasers are the coolest thing you know i mean i mean we always knew lasers are the coolest i knew that they always enhanced things because i mean in my growing well, up then they enhance the coolest sword yeah i guess so find the coolest sword that you love make it a laser is it cooler yes <laughs> enhance Enhance. And also attaching sharks with freaking laser beams, right? Of Remember? course. So, I mean, that, that was the That's proof it was in begins. the pudding. I just wasn't able to see it, guys. I was blind, but now I see. You better see. I want to <laughs> hear that blasphemy again. And so then we got to see the final battle with that was pretty pretty good. Kirito jumped up a couple times, so that was helpful. And... The sword work was awesome, though. I think if you were to yeah. see any fight scene, that was also another good one to see. But this thing I noticed this time around, they made a really big deal about how Sinon had to fire that bullet that would, you know, solve the problem of killing Death Gun. And, and well, and not fire it. That's why it was the Phantom Bullet. Just putting the cursor on him. That he she, made it the Phantom Bullet because she would never fire it. But she did, right? Didn't she do it in the regular show? Well, she she fired twice. Like she fired the first bullet that broke his gun. Yeah. So all the pressure really would have been on that shot. So like, I don't know. I just thought that was really weird. They're like, that second shot, that's the shot. That's the, the shot that Greg said. That's the phantom bullet was the second shot because that's the important one, even though... She never took know. it. 
Yeah, so I guess I'm making I'm splitting hairs here, guys. There's a couple butt shots. Well, that's what gave him the opportunity to make his cut because he's like, I just need a second. I only need one second, and it was just the all he needed was him to think that he was going to get shot, that he had to dodge a bullet, and that was enough time for Kirito to do his thing. Just that little hesitation, and then Death Gun exploded. Which was awesome. Half. But unlike any of the other bad guys, his body stayed there. For a hot second. Because everybody else turned to crystals, and he stayed there. Anyway. Word. Next episode. Next episode, right? <laughs> I think I don't have anything else there. Is that, is that, the, is that the break? <laughs> I, like, I like how she was saying... Um, they they showed that killed each they killed each other at the end, Kirito and Sanon, oh, yeah. but they used the take on me bomb. Did you see that? Like right before... <laughs> Right before the bomb went off, they got a pencil drawing, like the take on me music. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciated that. And uh, I thought it ended on a pretty positive where she was saying that like this game is helping her to be stronger in real life. And I think that's a really cool thing because I think a lot of people probably use video games or any form of escapism, sports, whatever. Can Podcasting. Be- podcasting exactly <laughs> to 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 bring yourself into another world where you're treated and or elevated to where you feel like you should and i think that's an important thing to do uh which is live out certain fantasies in certain ways safely yes getting elevated i i agree <laughs> that's what's up yeah i'm done with that episode what do you guys think about that part of the season treated it as its own season did like treat it as its own season and uh if you wanted to skip it you could you could literally watch that last episode to uh, find out who Sinon is and then get into this next episode. And are we to assume as viewers that all the death guns are gone or is there still a death gun floating around? No, I think, um, I mean, the laugh, laughing coffin may not be gone, but I think that the brothers and death gun are gone. Yeah, I, I tend to agree there and want to get into the gratuitous nudie in the next episode. Asana. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, well we're, you know what's gonna need. Well, we're gonna need that, right? How about an episode sixteen synopsis? synopsis? Well, since Death Gun's out, well, and and Sinon's in, so we need a synopsis. A synopsis, or perhaps an asynopsis. Oh, Sword Art Online Two Story Arc Four Caliber Episode Fifteen. Or 16, depending on what you're watching it on. The Queen of the Lake. Leafku shows her brother, Kirito, a news article about a legendary item, the Holy Sword of Excalibur, which has been discovered in a floating dungeon located in Jutunheim. Jotunheim. In ALO. The two rally Asuna, Sinon, Klein, Silica, and Lisbeth together to prepare for the mission to retrieve Excalibur. They enter Jotunheim through a passageway Jotunheim. and use Tonki, a friendly beast evil god monster resembling a flying jellyfish elephant, to fly towards the dungeon. They witness players assisting a humanoid evil god monster to massacre a beast evil god monster. Even though they refer to them as demons in the show very clearly. Suddenly, Yurur, the king of the lake, appears behind them and explains that the massacre is ordered by Thurm, the king of the frost giants, who threw Excalibur into Ur's spring and caused the formerly green world of Jotunheim, Jotunheim to turn into an icy wasteland. 
Bashir requests that they retrieve Excalibur from the bottom of the dungeon, the inverted ice pyramid, Thurmheim, before all of the beast evil god monsters are slaughtered. Jodenheim. Gratuitous nudity. Jodenheim. Ba 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 ba. Ish. News team assemble. <laughs> yeah, this this feels completely different. We got a new intro. I can't wait. We got new colors, new attitude. Everything. The whole thing is new. It's a, it's a, it's literally a new season. New season. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. And it already feels like <laughs> like we didn't need to watch any of the last season, even that last episode. I told you. Well, you have to because you just because you need to know who's in on it because she's in it. That's true. So that's it. The last episode literally told through her perspective is exactly who she is. They put that in there so people, you could be like, shh, don't watch that rest. <laughs> They're like, don't watch the rest. Who's that but girl with the blue hair? Look, oh, here's, here's who she is. Oh, that's Watch this, though. <laughs> you, oh, she killed somebody. Oh, she's messed up. But then she gets okay because of the game. Cool. So she's still playing a game with them, and she's friends. And uh, all right, here we are. ALO. ALO. And the, she's, a cat, she's a cat chick with a bow. The urgency has already dropped to like zero from the last episode the beginning of this episode i'll say where yeah. it's like because it starts off with kirito and uh leaf goo hanging out at their kitchen table and she's mm-hmm. like did you see there's a new sword and he's like i gotta get that sword he's like oh they found excalibur so I we went found from, it but I, they couldn't get it so we went from oh my goodness we have people randomly murdering people in game from before that to thousands of people are stuck in a game and are gonna die Actually, I, I, one person, and then thousands, too. Like, I need a sword, dude. <laughs> but it's exactly what I think we want and need now, too. Yeah, I, I it, needs, see some it, shit. it needs to lighten wanna... up a little bit. Here. Well, it grew heavier at the end. Of this episode, I agree. It grew heavier, but in a, in a weird way. In but an anthropomorphic it, 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 characterization of a demon elephant jellyfish way. <laughs> demon. See, I, I don't think my translation was demon. Yeah, yeah they said demon in it, the. It did in the Netflix version, but I recall seeing the. Uh, they're what the hell were they called in the? Um, they just keep calling the them beasts. Dub. I think in Sao World. Yeah, that, I think that was what what it was. Beasts and monsters. Well, that's because the word demon has this weird connotation in the West for some reason. <laughs> Don't get me demons. started. <laughs> Get off your soapbox about demons. There's good demons too, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, good? Explain yourself. Uh, just the word demon predates the the Bible, and so therefore demon wasn't always known as a bad spirit. Sometimes it's a neutral and or good spirit too, so that's all. So You're saying it's been used in a neutral context at some point in history. Several times in history, yeah, and in, in other cultures, yeah. So whenever the word demon, it's it doesn't always mean bad, you know, but it's it's used interchangeably as like beast, evil, god monster, you know, in in a lot of Eastern cultures and or not Western cultures. So that's why I'm like, when you say demon, you know, or how about the male demon that you get? Right? Is he good or bad? Yeah, it's debatable. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Me neither. <laughs> it's a bad tech joke, but that is true about the the word demon. They've also been associated with the jinn, like the ghost spirits, and, you know, it's all, it's, it's just a word. It's just a word, man. Cool. So, Kirito gets the team back together. Yeah, the team's back together. And, okay, but so. A- Agil can't come because he's working. Was I the only one that didn't 
figure out who Sinon was until they mentioned the bow. No, I knew who she I, I, I was looking for. Her. I'm still not used to the new Asana, so whenever I saw Asada or Sinon, I was a little confused, to tell you the truth. But we saw that scene with those two at the kitchen table, and then we got to see the new intro for the first time, which actually I think is really important because that sets the tone for what I think is coming up. Because mm-hmm. in that new intro, it is. It's very lighthearted. <laughs> There's all these like these like poses, like poster shots, like poses of, of them in formation and stuff. It's super cool. And they show some monsters. It seems like it's going to be a fun adventure again. So speaking of, I, I, right along those lines, when they, uh, what's her name, the Silica, Silica, when when she gives them back all their weapons, and then they do like the back to back poses with their weapons, and, it, and it's like cut shots from you know two of them to another two, and they're posing and everything. It, it was very like. Power Ranger esque, like Saved by the Bell, or very nineties, awesome. Yeah, and I, I, you're right. It's a, it was a lot more like fun oriented because you're they're back in a game, and while it did get kind of weird towards the end and a little bit more serious, they're still in what is an actual game. Like there's no real way lower stakes. Yeah, there's there's no real danger here, Um, or so we think. Or so we think. Or so we think. So we think. There was this was kind of like the exposition video. Otherwise, even though we do get to see some cool stuff, there's like it's very dense. There's a lot of information. Yeah. Do you think? To you. <laughs> Words, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we learn in like that in the second scene, which is the first one we're talking about, where they're all together. Like they talk. They mention Einkrad for a moment, so we know mm. that. The other game there's, is still active. Well, no, there, I think there's Einkrad in LAO or ALO. Right, it's in the sky. At the it? end, yeah. So, does Kirito still have any of those powers that we think that he was instilled upon by? Um, geez, that was two games ago. Well, now, so he has what he had in ALO, which all of his stats carried over from the first game. And Sword Art. I don't Sword know Art. if. Uh, for sure, I can't remember. But at the end, when they're about to jump off the uh, to tent, tent, that the weird flying thing that they're on, Tonky, Tonky, he uh, he equips uh, two swords. His so I sword, so I yeah. assume he's dual wielding. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. And so, in, in Kirito's way to get everybody to go get this sword, which is basically the so far all we know that's going on, is he. He's like, hey, Sugu, you really like that monster, right? He's he's a monster. You want to do what he wants to do because the monster tells them about Excalibur. So he totally exploits that, gets everybody together. We get some exposition. We now know that Sinon's like been chilling with them for a couple months. Two months, I think she says. Mm-hmm. Something like and that. And then, uh, yeah. Then they- so Kirito's side piece has been chilling with his wife for the last couple months. Who knows? Maybe he'll hook up with uh, what's his name, our favorite Klein. Side piece is a really important statement, though, for something that happens later. Unless I misunderstood it. Misunderstood uh, where... what happens later, or misunderstood what a side piece is. <laughs> First, why don't you tell me what a side? No. So, a side piece for the people at home is like you know the girl on the side, <laughs> or guy. <laughs> hey, we don't know how old our listener. We got we got five year olds trying to learn something. For fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a part whenever they're all together and they're on this they're walking through a tunnel down steps and they're like and they make oh, a yeah. mention about how he didn't 
why was this world made made this way? And Kirito makes a, a a kind of statement that makes it seem like he invented the steps or something, and then he pinches Sinon's butt or slaps her butt. He grabs her tail. Yeah, he her grabs tail. her tail. Okay. But it, yeah, that was a weird comment. He he, they were complaining about them, and he was like, "You should be grateful that you're walking on steps." Right. It seemed like he was taking ownership of it. In my translation, he was like, he was basically telling him to be grateful that he was showing them a shortcut. Uh, He's like, it only takes us five minutes through this way on these steps. Otherwise, we'd have to go the other way for like hours. Ah, I see. See, and that's another thing if you're a new listener. Yeah, we we do watch, we we happen to watch different dubs I, of yeah these. i stick to watching different ones just for that reason just in case and yeah the translation can definitely change the vibe of a scene depending on how it's translated so there you go i mean that's that's a pretty obvious one so we got netflix and what you're like on Crunchyroll or, or uh sao world has all the episodes either subbed or dubbed there you go yeah. oh, does it seem real, flirty to real me real quick uh i completely tangential to everything uh, but you just mentioned Crunchyroll. Did you guys hear about what happened um, with Crunchyroll uh, and oh, what was the other site? But uh, a couple of weeks back, Dragon Ball Super had a, an hour-long special, and the response was so uh, so great on those sites that it actually broke the sites. That's awesome. Wow. Kind of like we're going to break it, White Wasabi, right now. Oh, oh. damn. It is a fact. That human lives are cheap. Unlike you, we have no cowardly illusions about their values. So we spend lives freely. Yours and ours. Freely, did I say? I am too modest. Lavishly is more accurate. Welcome back to Wait Wasabi, everybody. Everybody, nice. where we're discussing uh, at this point the merits of episode 16 of Sword Art Online 2 on Netflix. Um, but Come well, on. it's it's other places too. It's other places called Sword Art Online 2 season two. I'm calling this, even though it's season one, season 1.2 or something. Yes. I like how you did say Sword Art Line, Sword Art Online Two as well, because I've been calling it Sword Art Online Season Two, and that's not how it shows up. Nope. No, not at all. So not it's at two, at and then like Gregorman said, this is actually if you look at the Wikipedia page, uh, it's broken up into multiple seasons. There's there's another story arc in here, so this this is a mini season we're in right now, and then there's another season comprised of this season too. So this probably just sets up a bigger story then. Yeah, or the, yeah. The story's gonna get bigger. It's gonna get. The dog was getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I still think Death Gun's gonna come back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we're getting any more Death Gun. I think Death Gun's done. Yeah. Have you guys I, watched through this one too? I haven't caught. I, I've never watched. Through, I'm with the audience on this. Did you guys ever watch the whole arc? I haven't. I have something. It took me a lot to stop watching after that. After this episode, I wanted to keep going. It's very hard yeah. not to do things, right? Like like growing a mustache or not drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> good, good on you, Greg. I'm glad you didn't watch more. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, you should be praised, man. It's amazing. 
<laughs> I'm just saying it was good. I enjoyed it, and I wanted to watch more. Like, I'm just I was saying, giving I it a it. review of my <laughs> uh, of my personal preference of this episode, and it was good, and made me want to watch more, and I didn't. <laughs> for the goodness of our podcast, so that I don't say things for next week. I'm with you. I'm with like uh, the. We'll get there, but it was uh, Stranger Things season two just came out, and I'm trying not to watch the whole fucking. thing. Yeah, that's before. great. I got a new hoodie too. Can we get back to the thing here, <laughs> Kira? Dude, take it easy. So Klein and about what he said. So I've been working on my segues, people. Klein. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. We we brought that it up during the break. Rude of me, Kiri dude was uh, what good. Klein called him. And that was hilarious uh, in the Netflix dub. So another translation thing that was pretty hilarious. And then yeah, they're on a mission. Kiri dude. Yeah, he gets him to go, and he's like, "Come on, y'all, we're gonna go to Jodenheim." For most of this episode, it's like all eye candy. So I really appreciate that. Oh, you know, did, Dude, did call, I jump the gun with the eye yeah. candy? Because we didn't really talk about Asana, did we? No, no. We, we did not. And like I said, th- just gratuitous. There's no reason that this scene no has reason. to take place in a soaking tub. But it does. But it, it does. It does. It just, the, the, the fact of the matter is it does. It just yeah. does. It just does. So thanks, Japanese perverts. We in the West appreciate you. <laughs> Is that right? That's right, right? That's where we're going with. That's right. And I, I, was, I think it's interesting, too, that they, they have to give you that because there is so much exposition in this one. But there is a lot of eye candy in this one. The, the, the Sword Art seems to do that, where like they pack a lot into episodes. And so <laughs> they gave you this all this exposition right off the bat, and they're like, remember that. And you remember that because you remember that Kirito calls Asuna, and she's just, for some reason, she's in the tub and she's naked, and we have to see that. We don't even see Kirito. We hear everything that he says through the phone. <laughs> yeah, there's no back and forth. Visually. No back and forth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's just it's an interesting choice, and I thank them for it. EJ likes his director. I just, his you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Ever. You're staying true to the form, you know, so. And, I, yeah. Who, who hey, hey like EJ, that? who's your favorite producer ever? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're implying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. <laughs> I just don't like him that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, not yeah, yeah. films are okay, um, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, gratuitous nudity, phenomenal, and followed up directly by a group going on a trek that is literally what four, no five, five women, Klein and Kirito. Yep. Yeah. Now I don't mean to be sexist, but I don't think I don't think gaming's there yet. I don't. I mean, I just don't. But I hope that someday in the future it does get there because that is beautiful. I'd love to play League of Legends and know that the proportions are that way because that would just be cool. And that's probably sexist thinking that I would think it would be cool that way, but I still think that'd be neat. But I don't know. I think I think, that, I think that's sexiest thinking. But I think the real point we're trying to make is <laughs> that that bathroom scene and her being naked was crucial to the plot. And then we move on. And then we see them do the silly pose. We hear the theme song actually in between there, and we know that it's going to be lighthearted until we get there and we meet this poor dumpy demon elephant 
which I think <laughs> looks amazing. I like. I think it's really it's beautiful awesome. design. It's very cool looking. It's they show it a little bit in, uh, in some exposition through through like, like, not a flashback, but just through exposition, and then we actually meet it. It's huge, which is pretty cool. I thought that was pretty yeah. surprising. I didn't think it was going to be that large. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's well, huge. The, it looked like the one they flew up wasn't that big when he goes up in his uh, in like the flashback of him and Leaf Goo going up and seeing Excalibur up there. And then this one's super huge. They ride around. They see some. Yeah, and that and that other exposition scene, you see like these pretty cool monsters, and it happens quick. So it finally, I like the world of Gun Gale is very drab and dark intentionally. You know, it's like a post-apocalyptic future with nuclear skies. So we're already in a completely different, bright and vibrant world. And mm, as a viewer, it, it just gives you a good, good feeling. Like you're gonna see some shit happen. And oh. I mean, it gives you a good feeling, and but we also, we kind of skipped over at this point. Um, Asuna had mentioned that an NPC was giving out a quest for Excalibur as well, and the quest was monster hunting, which is what they realize when they're flying up on this beast that everybody else who's there is doing. They're all just hunting monsters and just killing all Tonky's friends. All Tonky's tonks. Poor Tonky. <laughs> All Tonky's friends are getting offed. Yeah, basically. And then you, then we meet this queen of the lake, um, who is another uh, NPC. Um, so you have two computer-generated characters giving opposite quests to people. Indeed. Interesting. Very interesting. I like it. Yeah, it's I like it, It's a good way to create conflict. This is why you're saying, like, it might be another thing going on. But it'd be nice if it was just AI. I'd be all right with that. I'd be all right with a three-episode arc where they're just like, yeah, we made it interesting. Do you like it? If there's, if there's good <laughs> fight right scenes, that. I'd be down with it. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're about to go into this, uh, what, castle or whatever. Dungeon. Dungeon. That's what yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're probably going to have to fight some stuff. They're and, definitely going to have to fight some stuff. And I'm thinking it's going to be pretty cool. It seems like they're going to have to also fight other real-life players, too. So I, there yes. might be some crazy repercussions with that because they're going to have to defend the demon-slash-snow monsters from real people who are being misled by this supposed AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as it, well, fighting those people, but they're both after Excalibur, so there's going to be conflict over that as well. Yeah, yeah, but they're two different Excaliburs that they don't yeah. realize. One is, one is ca- Caliber. What was the other one called? Caliber. C- Caliber. Yeah. That's yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> Cheap knockoffs. I want to see some cool stuff though. I, mean, I I think the episode was visually stunning. We're back to that. We're back to Sao. Like we're back to Sword Art too. Like it's it's those fantasy things that we haven't seen in a very long time. There's a lot of attention to the backgrounds and whatnot. So visually, I think a great episode through and through. I think a ton of exposition that probably like the rest of the series doesn't mean shit. I think they probably gave us more than we needed and stuff that isn't going to matter. They introduced magic into the episode. So I think that will probably have some importance going forward because now there's different elements and everybody can attach those to their weapons. In the latest update. In the latest update, which was they made a point to say why it was so weird that this guy, this AI, is doing things without the update. So, foreshadowing, maybe. Yeah, right. I'm on board with that. Maybe, but we've been led astray before by Sao. So, 
Not reading too deep into anything, just going to let it flow. That's what I'm with. You know what I'm with? What's that? Maybe a little uh, bonus round. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make myself a sandwich while you guys talk about the Flash, right? (laughs) (laughs) So the Flash. um, (laughs) I will. I will leave that. I want to talk about since we're nerding out, and I know you guys are equally as respectful and fans as I am. The Rick and Morty season a little bit because I think this is important to talk about. Uh, I didn't watch it. Whoa! Whoa! Gregor Band, really? I have it recorded still. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, you can go watch episodes of The Flash while we talk about this, and you can see how it feels. <laughs> right, well, give me a thumbs up when you guys are done. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, he's stepping out. All right, he's cool. Gone. Yeah, Rick and Morty talk. Okay, so I thought the episodes one, or the, uh, I thought that the, the episodes season one, the episodes ones, it was a wonderful season, except it was spread out over a year and a half, and we saw the first two or three episodes early two episodes yeah. early two yeah. and so that made the season seem even shorter and Man. that yeah. that yeah. hurt but other than that i've seen a lot of criticisms people are saying it's like how we feel about certain sao episodes that it would they were throwaway episodes but i think it's important to understand how writing things for characters works <laughs> And they had a season one. They had no idea they were getting a season two. And I think once they got a season two, they realized they had to get a season three. And they don't take themselves serious as serious as the fans do. And so I say anybody that's criticizing the current season, the new season of Rick and Morty, take it easy. It's made for you to enjoy it. It's not made for you to criticize it. It is very existential. There is some brilliant stuff going on there, but it's meant for entertainment. I'm going to go ahead and completely disagree with you and say that it's not for entertainment. They're making very, very pointed political statements with these cartoons, and I don't like it. No, I'm playing, dude, of course. Yeah, no, it's the, the series is amazing. It's so much fun to watch. But uh, I, I don't know. There's a lot of one-off episodes, um, you know, but then they kind of re, you know, rebooted everything at the end so i'm wondering if they're going to start going more into a you know a a a serious arc um you know now that things have kind of been reset and i don't know it's going to be interesting to see but like each episode dude i just it's so much fun to watch oh you guys doing morty's mind blowers yeah, exactly. Like, That's a great episode. And anybody that episode. isn't familiar with the show, it's totally worth checking out. I think of all ages, because if you're really young, it'll blow your mind. And if you're old and your mind isn't blown, then your mind will be blown. Because I'm, it's there's a lot going on there. And listen, yeah, I did it again. Yeah, words mean words. words. Why, are you, why are you making these faces, says hey, match. <laughs> a frog is a frog, okay? Are we clear? All right, moving on. They're just words. <laughs> And anybody who is interested, listen to Dan Harmon's podcast called Harmontown to really get some real insight into the creation of that show, the creation of those characters, and also 
what is put into that show intentionally and what what grain of salt also some stuff is put into that show. And I'm not saying that Dan Harmon is the only writer on that show because there's lots of writers and that's how TV shows work too. So credit where credit is due. But it's a very profound podcast. So Harmontown, check it out. All right, Gregor Man's not paying attention for us to give him the thumb. Yeah, we're, there we go. <laughs> I, look at that. I got his attention. Not even saying anything. So I put some in. I'll say the tagline again. Okay, ready? This I'm just gonna say what I just said at the end. So the okay. podcast Harm in Town, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Harm in Town, check it out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm killing something in Clash of Clans. I didn't realize we were at war. I gotta, uh, gotta get my kill on. Hey, we might actually have a chance at this one. Well, you guys realize two of those dudes don't play at all, right? Uh, we don't have a chance in hell. The two bottom guys, don't worry, they wouldn't be able to kill anybody anyway. I don't know who put them in. I will say, wasn't a fan of the new builder base at first. I'm enjoying I'm dig- it. I'm digging it now. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I like it. I play that one more than the regular. I should do more in the regular one, but oh well. Are you guys playing any other games? Yeah, I've, I've st- I'm still playing only League of Legends or uh, Futurama just came out with an app on your phone. That's pretty much like the Simpsons or the Family Guy SimCity style game. But it's low weight. That's why I like it, because those other games are mad gigabytes, and this is, like, very low. So I've been enjoying it, and I'm still a big fan of Futurama. I think Futurama is such a wonderful cartoon series with some of my favorite voice actors and all that. So I think Bender might be one of the top five things ever. Fair enough. Bender does crack me up. Yeah, I, I I like that show. I just I don't know for some reason I don't watch it like on a regular basis. Like when it's I happen to flip through channels or something, and it's on. I'll, I'll throw an episode on, but like I for some reason I don't go out of my way for it. But it's really intelligent. It's really funny. It is. Yeah, it's funny because like most TV, I'm sure for you guys is not TV. Like I put on stuff now, so it'll be like Netflix or YouTube yeah. and or whatever you know tivo tv so it's funny it's a little different whenever you just can channel browse versus active watching not that it's active because i'll put stuff on while i do other stuff so futurama i've seen that show through multiple times and i'll just throw it on or like family guy there's a lot of stuff it's like familiar so you put it on and both of those also are shows that are very joke heavy so you don't have to be fully involved in them uh but also i'll put on podcasts so yeah i'm with that I put on like The Office or Parks and Rec sometimes when I'm not paying attention. Yeah, high jokes per minute ratio on, on those shows too. Yep. But I'm with that. Yeah. I get it. Oh, Parks and Rec. I don't know, man. That's the thing. Like with background stuff, I end up getting sucked into certain things. Like Parks and Rec, I, one Ron Swanson heavy episode and I'd be sucked in. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It, it's yeah. Oh, he's, he's my yeah. idol. He's every man's role model. He's he's everything I want to be when I when I grow up. I want to be Ron Swanson. And Nick Offerman, the guy that plays Ron Swanson, I think is the he's a perfect mix. He's like he does Broadway shows, but he builds canoes out of wood. Like he is yeah. the perfect mix of what you would want in a regular human man. You know, you don't want you don't want some guy who's so aggro that he's you can't have a conversation. But you also you you gotta have someone who can survive. So he's <laughs> thank you, Nick Offerman. I think you're a wonderful human man. You're you're like yep. the epitome. I think 
Here, here. <laughs> here, here, Nick here. Offerman. Ron Swanson. Dude, <laughs> we, we got some big movies coming up, man. Oh, yeah. We got some real big movies coming up. I'm real excited for uh, some Thor Ragnarok uh, right around the corner here. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. I'm really stoked for it. It'll actually probably be out by the time this episode drops. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm also very much looking forward to uh, Justice League. Very pumped. Huh? I'm not as pumped, but I'm going to see it. I don't want to yuck your guys' yums, but I'm not a DC guy anymore. Just giving up. I really like the show still, but I'm not. I'm, I, I don't have. I have very little faith in the movie. Very little. But I will illegally stream it. You know, I will watch it. Of course you will. <laughs> Honestly, I there's two words I have for you, maybe four. <laughs> uh oh. That will prove that this is going to be an awesome movie. Either Gal Gadot or Wonder Woman. You take your pick. Two words. Movie awesome. To be fair, I have not watched Wonder Woman. Yet, I haven't so, either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't judge. There you go. And I respect that. Is that movie? Is that movie that redeeming? You think? Oh, she's that redeeming. And yes, that and 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 it's an excellent, excellent film. I love excellent that people film. were like complaining, like she wouldn't have that kind of accent. And then you like watch uh, the seventies Carter. And it was just like a white chick. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit then. <laughs> you know, you're like, I come on. Like, at least she has an accent. She's an Amazonian. Like, she would she would probably talk different, you know? And she's gorgeous. So yeah, I have to give it a I have to give it a shot. Not that yeah. Yeah, I, I just have it out of opportunity. But you know, like they just the 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 Batman v Superman was fun, but it, like I don't want to think that that's part of anything. And then the uh, yeah. Suicide Squad was awful. Uh, it was god fun. Awful. I'm glad. I, I would oh never. Oh god, it was so bad. And there was so much potential there too, you know. But again, it was some something with the editing or directing or I don't know something. Was a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. Or lack thereof. I think there been, wasn't uh, enough sexual harassment on the set. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why Batman and Robin is so good because Joel Schumacher was doing it up on that set. Oh wait, was that that one or is that for forever? Whatever. Oh, That's some slanderous shit right there. <laughs> you can't make a Broadway on ice with Schwarzenegger and not have some sort of sexual harassment on set. Come on. <laughs> right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, I think I'm right. Yeah, we'll I, see. History will tell. <laughs> I'm not saying it's true, but I'm saying that it's yet to be proven false. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally going to use that line for every lie I tell. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's true. I'm just saying that it has yet to be proven false. Oh, yeah. Every lie I tell. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, we got Star Wars coming. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Nothing coming but Star, Star Wars. Wars. I'm getting. I still haven't watched Rogue One, and I need. I need to hit that because I hear that was amazing. It's pretty fun. Uh, yeah, right. Rogue One was a good. Good flick. Good flick. And I've kind of. I don't know if it's the culture, what have you, about Star Wars has done a good job of me not taking it so seriously anymore, too. Yeah. Because it's when you take it most serious, you have the least amount of fun, and so I'm trying to like because there this whole there's a big issue about uh, the scar on whatever that guy Kylo Darth, Ren. Kylo ben Ren. Solo. Thank you. 
all of the above, yeah. yes. So, so that's silly. You know, it's a movie. Like, you get, we gotta, we gotta like forget about some of that stuff and enjoy it. So, I'm excited to enjoy. Well, this what's one. all the hubbub about the score? I mean, that was it was on Twitter and Facebook and what what have you for probably a day or two. But apparently, they changed the scar because there's a different director because the director wanted him to have a certain kind of look, and the original scar didn't really portray the look that they wanted. And so, fanboys and or you know that's the word we use for people that take things too seriously. I think people who took things too seriously said that. That's not authentic already to the last movie. The scar is different. The movie's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, obviously the entire movie is going to be crap because of <laughs> a scar being moved. I want to see but some Mega Man style Star Wars. That's I what I'm excited for. I have a mole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to see these Knights of Ren. There's like five of them. They yep. got all different colors and powers and abilities. And whenever you're a Jedi, you kill one and you get it zapped into you. And then you can get rush I your dog and like you can that. bounce up on stuff, you know? That's what I'm hoping. I hope because she's not a Jedi, that's why. So Mike's got some pretty interesting theories going because of some games that he's played. And it's pretty cool. What's this now? Just like the early, uh, or I forget what game, like Knights of the Old Republic or one of those Mm -hmm. ones, um, where basically he was saying that, like, the the theory is that there's something other than the Jedi. The Jedi and the dark side are the opposites, but there is something in the middle, and maybe that's what Ren's going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. um, that's what should be. Just and the, maybe she will be awesome. Have you watched any of uh, Star Wars Rebels? Mm-mm. So there's a... Uh, dude, it's really good. Um, the Jedi quote-unquote master in that one, because he never finished his Jedi training. That's why he survived Order 66, his name's Kanan Jarrus. Um, um, and he ends up being a blind Jedi um, and teaching another young Padawan uh, named Ezra. Um, and there was a, a big theory going around that Ezra was Snoke for a while because they they play both sides. There's no Jedi anymore, but they're fighting the Empire. But they're very clearly gray Jedi. Um and one of the be- uh, so do you know who Ahsoka Tana is? Uh, okay, so Clone Wars was oh, phenomenal. Okay. The too. girl in Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, so it's Anakin was Anakin's Padawan. Yeah, she shows up in Rebel and in Rebels and fights uh, Darth Vader. Oh no way! But she's not a Jedi. She's a, a gray Force user. So she uses the light and the dark. And she's badass, hmm. and she has uh, she has two white lightsabers. I gotta see that. It's dude, look, uh, just YouTube. Uh, Ahsoka versus Darth Vader. It is some phenomenal stuff. I will do that. They bring back Darth Maul in that series too. I'd very highly recommend watching Rebels, uh, uh, Star Wars Rebels. Fantastic, fantastic series. Fantastic. And those are those are just two different of the the theories. I'm sure there's multiple. So you. Can, oh yeah. But that's interesting. Yeah, I I think I'm excited. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm, I'm excited, excited, but I think I'm excited. I am. <laughs> I enjoyed the I enjoyed the new one, Force Awakens. Yeah, me too. Very much so. If they, I I've said it. If they bring back another yet another Death Star, I won't enjoy it as much. I'm done with the Death Stars. Yeah, there's got to be something else. 
Yeah. There's a, I, I saw, I don't know if they were for real or not, but um, like the photos of the mock-ups of uh, Snoke's ship. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like ridiculous. That's like, cool. Yeah, like Star Destroyer, like times a hundred, like, like gigantic space balls opening, gigantic. Yes. <laughs> like I hope, I hope so. That would be phenomenal if they it did something similar. They won't, but that would be hysterical. <laughs> I, I would literally cry in the theater. Oh, yeah. All right, gentlemen. I think it's time where we shamelessly plug stuff that we like and where we can be found and and whatnot. EJ5000, you want to kick that part of the show off? The show off. Well, if you're interested in my own personal, weird, glitch data bend art of beautiful things, you can check out weareallspies.com or at weareallspies on everything. Twitter, Facebook, G plus blah 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 Instagram. If you want to check out past, present, and future episodes of White Wasabi, head over to moot.tv. Yeah, that's a website, moot.tv. And you can find all our episodes there. And you can also find our other podcasts there, like Let Me Ask You a Question, where Woo. host Greg Amman and I are in a rumble core with host Anthony, where we just talk about silly questions. And it's really fun and silly. And also over on Moot.tv, you can go and check out the store there. And that's the best way to support us right now. You can buy a white wasabi t-shirt, a white wasabi mug, or just a Moot.tv hat or something like that. I'm at the Greg Man on everything. And uh, yeah, no, just let me ask you a question. White wasabi. Uh, yeah, white wasabi. <laughs> this is where you can find me, Sensei Match. White wasabi Wednesdays. It's what I do. And that's what did it. you do? No, no, nothing else. Nowhere else. Because the Twitter shit is weak. I don't even, fuck, <laughs> I don't even fucks with that. It's that's where the president talks, man. Come on. Exactly. Why do you think I'm not on there? <laughs> I, I, and I, you know I'm a conservative. You know I actually like dude, but he needs to stay to go off Twitter. <laughs> God damn. Truth. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> And, and any fans we just had are now gone. <laughs> oh, so real quick, side note, right before we end, boom. My my brother's nephew was Rocket Man for Halloween yesterday. Uh, oh uh, man. And he 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 had the full Kim Jong un like the the whole costume, the the mask and everything, and he had a rocket that he was taking the top off of and putting candy in. It was hysterical. Wow, that's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, some things are just scary, man. And mm-hmm. that dude is one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been White Wasabi. Catch you next time. Boom. Mood.tv